0: Of the book of Luke, the Lord laid upon my heart of the 13th chapter, and it's a parable. It's a parable, and I'm going to read uh, from the 6th to the 9th verse. And he spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and saw fruit thereon and found none. Then saith he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down. Why? Can somebody ask why? Why? Cumbereth it the ground. And he answering and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. And just a thought this morning, the expectation of excellence. The expectation of excellence. There's, there's, there's just a little, little something that, um, kept coming to me, uh, and, and we all need to say it as women of the Lord, my tree must blossom. It's, it's not about someone else's, but it's about your tree. There's nothing more beautiful than a tree bearing beautiful fruit in season. What a pleasure to enjoy sweet and tasty pieces of fruit from nature's best. All the hard work has been done, and you wait with anticipation of enjoying a piece of pleasurable fruit. You deserve it. Yes, you do. You deserve it. You labored, you toiled. Now the work is over. And so there is an entitlement. You're entitled to the fruit. You're the owner. You have the right to expect the reward of your labor. God has looked upon us today with favor and has placed us In a favorable circumstance for bringing forth fruit. And not only with the blessings, he's accompanied it with grace and mercy. Bishop and Lady May, they preach, they teach. And they live the example of holiness. And because he preaches truth, it affords us the opportunity to recognize and avoid many ills that plague many people's lives today because they live it, not just talk it. because we are forewarned through the word, we who receive and apply the word of God in our daily lives are able to escape and even avoid many sinful and harsh environments that others face and live in day to day. Sometimes we take what God has given us for granted and don't take note of what has been given to us freely as I walked in the door nobody asked me for a ticket they didn't ask me (laughs) to pay a charge but I walked in freely And who can deny that this is not a favorable place? What a great ministry. God has given and anointed for us to worship and praise amen. You see, God has given us great culture and care. Can somebody say ministries? hmm the last time I heard the count, it was 88. Given privileges and blessings of a gospel dispensation. Can somebody say grace? grace. You know you don't deserve it. Unmerited favor. I don't care how hard you did what you did and what you thought, you still don't deserve it. We've been given promises of the New Testament. Somebody say better way. Oh, you know we got a better way. We got more than what we've ever had in our lives. Sometimes we have to figure out what we want to wear. Sometimes we got more than one color to go with one outfit. You want to see which one feels the best. But God has given us choice. Somebody shout out, better way. way. And we complain about nothing. And then on top of all God's goodness, he has also given us and blessed us with the gift of the Holy Ghost, free. Somebody shout out, free. Free. Yeah, all you got to do is ask for it. Get happy about it. Get happy about being saved. Being ha- get happy about being forgiven of your sins. And tell God, thank you. And the Holy Ghost is a gift. Therefore, God has a reason to expect exceptional fruit. Yeah. From a tree... On which he has bestowed bestowed such exceptional advantages. If truth be told, our lives should be better. We should be more dedicated. We should be more committed. We should be able to give freely. And glorify God. He told us to set our affections on things above. Yes. And let God do the work. Oh, my, my, my. See, righteousness, meekness, and moral excellence, springing forth from our faith in Christ and our devotion to God. You see, we are the occupants of the vineyard. Somebody said, we're not our own. and yeah, we've been bought with a price. Oh, my, my, my. It'll get you in a minute. And hey, you're not your own. You might think that you have the freedom to go and come and do, but God sees and he knows. At a certain point, he said, whom he loveth, he chasteneth." it. All of a sudden, what you used to do starts bothering you. You don't want to do it no more. It does not matter how good you are at doing what you prepared yourself for in life. You can always improve and stay up to date in a changing world. And that's what God is expecting for us to do. God expected fruit when he came to the tree. But because there was none, he was disappointed. We don't want to disappoint God with our daily lives. We want to live a life that is pleasing In the sight of God. We cannot become uh, content and become non-productive. There's always something to do. My mama used to tell me all the time, she said, if you want to be a good wife, you got to stay in your house. You you got something to do always in your house. Don't be busy in other women's house. Because there are things that you need to do to maintain and improve uh, your life to be better and then with that we can start by bettering ourselves yeah we can start by bettering ourselves nobody knows better than you man looketh on the outward appearance but God knows God knows the heart but we know where our flaws are yes we do so there's three points that I want to make real quick. Identify your weaknesses as the first step to ratifying your downfalls. Yeah. Donna McClurkin said, we fall down, but we get up. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know what tripped you. Yeah, we do. We know. We know. We know. Yeah, and then number two, accept critical comments and acts, and do acts to remedy your faults. I guess I'll tell it to everybody. It I'm old now. It it's not a secret anymore. I said, well, well, why don't you wear your skirt shorter? I said, I, I had a flaw and I didn't want nobody to see it because when we, come out publicly, we want to look perfect. So we dress to cover our flaws. But my mama had knocked knees. And I'm my mama's child. And so I ended up with knock knees. And I didn't want anybody to know So I always wore my skirt a little longer. Oh, you laugh, but you got a flaw. We just want to appear to be perfect. So we want to remedy. We want to work on remedying our flaws. Because we want to be the best we can be. And then number three, take responsibility. At the earliest opportunity to say, yeah, yeah, that was me. Uh, it was me. You know, some folks say they don't lie, but they are lie. because you can act a lie as well as tell a lie. You can be a lie by being quiet and not stepping up to the plate, making somebody think you are when you know in your heart you're not. Never be afraid to learn and use the lessons of your failure because it's far more useful to concentrate on goals to achieve from the failure. Yeah, because the future is full of opportunities. So don't waste chances that may come in life. And even when you miss an opportunity, don't waste time on regrets but examine what it was that caused you to ignore the opportunity or why it was rejected. And then continue to move forward. You see, pursuing excellence does not mean you're a superhuman. And it does not hold you in unrealistic values. Excellent is best described in Colossians 3, 23, and 24. It says, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, not unto men, knowing that the Lord ye shall receive the reward of inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody said, it's only what you do for Christ that will last. And when these values become a part of your everyday being, they will govern and guide your actions, your attitude, and even your words. Oh yes, it will. And so we seek to improve our performance by constantly setting ourselves new and higher goals, taking every possibility of opportunity to learn and practice new skills. Oh my. Down through the years, I've always had to just step out by faith. Folks said, aren't you scared? I said, no, I was more scared of being still. (laughs) Knowing that God is with you. And that's key today. You must know God is with you. God is on your side. Oh yes he is. He's for you. And don't let your emotions, nor your uh, situation that you're facing talk to you. You gotta talk back to it. And you gotta tell it, no, 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 you got it wrong. (laughs) You got it twisted. I'm a king's kid. I belong to the Lord. God has made me the head and not the tail. He's placed me above and not beneath. I'm the lender and not the borrower. I walk in faith. And so as you become what you're speaking, you'll find that God will do miraculous things through you. Oh, yes, he will. Use what God has given you freely. I found out in life nothing's free. Folks say, I'm going to give it to you, free. Then later on in life they come back. They say, don't you remember when? When I did that for you. Yeah, well, there was a cost on it, because now they want to pay back. But the gift of the Holy Ghost, the gift of the Holy Ghost is given free. Oh, yes. It'll lead you and guide you. It'll take you to the right person at the right time, in the right place. It'll open doors. That man said no. That same man that said no will turn around and change his mind, and don't even know why he changed his mind and tell you yes. As many occasions in my life, back in the 90s, we were, my husband and I were driving down the street, I told my husband, because the Holy Ghost, when I looked at the car, we were passing. And I said, Lord, I'd love to have that car. The Holy Ghost dropped in my spirit. That's your car. I said, hey, 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 turn the car around. He said, what we doing? I said, we going in the car lot. And before he could ask me, I jumped out the car and I went into the office and I told the manager, I asked for him. I said, the Lord told me to tell you, you got my car. Somebody shut off Faith. The man told me, he said, lady, don't you come in here talking crazy to me. I said, it doesn't matter how crazy you think I am. But before the day is done, you're gonna call me because here's my number. And you're gonna tell me to come and get my car. I put my bag under my arm and walked out of his office. But surely, before the sun went down, brother man called me. He said, lady, you're worrying me. He said, come get this car and get it off my lot. He gave me the keys to a Jaguar. Somebody shout out, faith. Faith works. If you do the will of God, I told the Lord, how are you going to have me minister, and I don't have a way to get around. God knows what you need. Oh yes, He does. I enjoyed my Jaguar. We are the Lord's vineyard. And for those of you who enjoy the means of fruitfulness, oh my, what a choir. The the, the young girls dancing. The means of fruitfulness. You You take it. Oh, we just have in church, but that's fruit. That's the manifestations of fruit. Somebody put time. Oh, Somebody labored behind the scenes when you weren't there. Somebody labored and put the time in. And now we sit, you get with me. And we see the manifestations of fruit. And so those who are planted in the Lord's vineyard and have an understanding. uh, Now everybody don't understand. Somebody's stuck on stuck. And you just, you got eyes but you don't see. You have ears, but you don't hear. But you got to ask the Lord, let me see the move of the Spirit. Let me know you. Oh, in a pardon of my sin, let me know who you are and when you're moving and when you're talking. And if you have the understanding of the means of grace, it ought to bring forth fruit. You ought to be the first. Can I do it? Can I be a part? Can I be this and can I be that? Because when you're motivated in God, you can't sit down. You can't cross your legs. Jesus told his mama, I must, I must be about my father's business. Then Jesus took it up again. He said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. I gotta work, I gotta, I must in my spirit. In my clothes, I wanna say, I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for Jesus. Oh, yes. I got to say it again. I thank God for Jesus. Jesus was the one who asked the Father, why are you going to cut it down? Look at the tree. There's so much potential. There's so much that can come forth hold up don't cut it down but give me another time a little time let me dig around it let me put some fertilizer on it yeah fertilizer praise and worship yeah let me feed it a little let me give it a little word a young lady said to me on the other day she said "Uh, well, why you, why you still go to church so much? I said, because you still haven't got it. <laughs> if you got it, your life would be changed. If you got it, you'd be here. But the, for the fact that you don't have it, the preacher got to preach every week. He got to come back and he got to tell you what thus saith the Lord. And then he's got to come back to reassure those that do have it and keep you built up in your faith. God has given us a hope of a wonderful reward. The old folks said back in the day, some of y'all know the song. If you live right, heaven belongs to you. Heaven belongs to you. Now, if you got another promise that you're holding on to, it's fake. Oh, y'all didn't get it. He never promised you anything but eternal life. Oh, my. And the gift that was given at the beginning was the gift of life. It was not our purpose to die. Oh, my. We were supposed to live. Sickness was not supposed to be a part of our body. I looked up. Lady May was the first one that noticed it. Had a huge tumor around my neck, didn't know it. She said, oh yes, go and get it checked out. I'm all right. But when it was all said and done, I couldn't talk for three months. My singing register is gone. The weight of the tumor was on my vocal cords, but God gave me the best. It pays to serve Jesus, it pays every day, it pays every step of the way. Though the pathway to glory may sometimes seem dim, you'll be happy, yes. My doctor looks at me and he says, I don't know how you're doing what you're doing. Because by medical standards, you should not even be able to talk above a whisper. They left the trach open, sent me home with an open trach. My little daughter saw to me. As I walked from a bedroom to my den, all I could say was Jesus. Jesus, remember me, Jesus. And God did just what he promised. The expectation, and I'm through. Bishop and Lady May have the right to expect. Yeah, they're the dresser of the vineyard. Everyone is standing. They're the dresser. Believe it or not, one day, somebody say one day. day. The owner of the vineyard is going to come. It's inevitable. He's going to come. Let there be fruit. Women of God, God has invested so much in us. God has given us so much. Okay. Eve convinced Adam. Brethren, y'all want to blame us on it anyway. Blame it on us anyway. Eve convinced Adam to eat the fruit. But if you look at the the last verse in the third chapter going into the fourth chapter, Adam's voice was silent. You don't hear from Adam, but you hear from Eve. She says, Adam, the Lord. So if you got kicked out, what you doing talking to him? When did you sneak out? What did you do, woman, that got God's attention? He was mad at you. He cursed you. Every woman that's had a baby, you're reminded of the curse. When I had my first child, Pastor Jerry Harris wanted to come in the room. I said, Get him out of here. It's his fault. The only voice you hear is the woman. And she told him, The Lord has blessed us with a child. Because a promise is a promise. Oh, my, my, my. God kept his promise. And it is the uniqueness of a woman that can take that man And somehow or another can take that rough exterior and make him become soft. And make him do what he said he's not gonna do. That's right. He's got the broad shoulders. He's got the big chest. And here we are frail, no strength in the upper portion of our body. But yet and still, God has given us a unique gift. And that's the gift of cunningness. Be the woman that God has called you to be. Be the woman that God has called you. Don't let another woman intimidate you. Don't you let another woman, woman is made for a man. And the only way you are gonna produce is that you gotta have a male and a female. You can't even get electricity with two sockets. all that God there is an expectation of excellence lady may we salute you today you're a woman of excellence some folk don't understand why you do what you do you check and then you double check And then you check the double with the check. (laughs) West Angeles ladies, you have a wonderful example standing. Right in front of you. Follow the good steps of a woman. How does she teach you? She teaches you by precept and example. If you don't see her wearing that, don't you wear it. it, it it's not hard, but we follow the leader. I changed some things. I, I'm with her, and I thank God she's, she's close to me. But I, I changed some things in my wardrobe because I said, hmm, Okay and then I put my strut on it I don't have to lose my identity but you see the favor of God grab somebody by the hand what a blessing on Mother's Day I love you, I love you, I love you, Lord, because in such a special way, and that's why I praise you, I lift you up, and I magnify your name. Yeah, tell him from your heart. That's why. That's why my heart is with Let's say it as one great chorus. I love you. I love you. He didn't have to do it. I love you. He didn't have to give it. I love you, Lord, because you cared for me. Because you cared for me. Oh yes, you did in such a special because way. You and that's why I praise you. I, praise you, I lift you up. I lift you up and I your name. That's why, that's why. That's why. Right, you We're going to do it one more time. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love, Lord I love you, Lord, today. Because you cared for me. In such, a way. in such a special way that's why I praise you, you are, I that's why That's why my, heart is That's why my heart is Hallelujah Yes Dear God I thank and I bless you Each hand that we've touched blessed from this point. Oh God, the gift that you place within us, regardless of how small we may think it is, stir up the gift. Stir up the gift. Help us now in Jesus name we pray. Now there might be someone who has not given their life to the Lord and you want to know about This better way. You want to know about the grace. The unmerited favor of God. The struggle of life. The freedom is in Jesus. If there's someone who wants to give their life to the Lord, just lift your hand. Lift your hand, that's it. We believe that there's life-changing, mind-regulating renewal in giving your life to the Lord. Everyone, come on, let's repeat after me. Lord, Lord. I, thank you, I thank you, and I'm asking you, ask you. to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. And make me over I thank you for saving me I thank you for forgiving me and I give you the praise the glory and all the honor for what you've done and this day is a new day in my life now come on and praise God Come on, excellent. Come on, excellent. Open your mouth, excellent. Yeah, he was an excellent praise. Hallelujah.